Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We're wrapping up design, and uh, Greg, it is really impressive. We're having to address some of the uh, uh, financial pieces because anytime you do these, it's like building a house. <laughs> you're you're uh, <laughs> you're you're going to have to scale back in some areas to come in on budget. But uh, we're in the process of doing that. It's working out uh, very very well. And when we do get that complete, and that should be here done here in the next week or two, then we're going to pause until uh, we uh, feel comfortable the the uh, chancellor and president uh, to go forward. And I know the regents will be involved in this too, but we will be set. Uh, we'll be on the launching pad ready. Uh, as, as you're aware, our contractors are all selected. Uh, uh, the, the schedule is in place. It's just when, when do we get into the starting blocks? And when will that be? Sean Callahan here, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus, Husker Online Show. As you heard Bill Moose, Nebraska's athletic director, officially say this week um, that the football facility project is on pause. Uh, Now they have nearly all of the $100 million in private donations in hand. Um, They have the construction company, Hausman Construction, the architects, um, and and Populous. Uh, The designs are almost done. They're ready to go. Um, but obviously there's an optics element to this that, um, you know, there's politics involved and it, it, when, when will the right time be to, to move this forward? I mean, I, I've heard everything from we could see it done by the end of the summer that it could be delayed for an entire year. I mean, I, I think there's, there's a lot of theories out there of where this is going to be heading. Um, I believe there was a lot of politics, guys, just to get this thing going. I mean, remember all the university budget cuts from the state side and um, the the kind of horse trading that had to go on um, to get this kind of advanced through to get announced last fall. Well, now I think we're going to have to deal with another round of that. What kind of cuts are going to happen in the university? What kind of budget cuts are going to be coming from the state side to the university? Um, how will that be handled? And how will the optics look when you when you build a $156 million stadium that, by the way, is coming from a whole separate pot of money that's not tied to that money, but still there's an optics element to all of it? Yeah, I think there's also part of it is you just got to be careful. I mean, you're talking about that type of money with so much uncertainty uh, in the future. You know, maybe just pausing it, as Moose said, is, is a smart uh, financial decision to where, you know, just in case things potentially get worse and you get kind of the the lockdown stuff revamped and all of a sudden money uh you know becomes a lot tighter you're not you know halfway through a construction project where you know you're having (laughs) you know some real some tight decisions to make with your money so you know i think a lot of it is it's it's it is optics but i think part of it too is them just being financially conservative and um, not throwing a bunch of money to get this thing going right away 
with there being so many unknowns lying ahead. Now, it's maybe a deal. They waited out for another couple months. And like you said, what if things completely die down and, all right, we can go. And maybe it's just, you know, they, they push back uh, construction for a month or two months. Then it's really not that big of a deal. But I think it's just a cautious approach. Well, and the track, too. Like they, If they move forward, they got to get that track done for mm-hmm. next track season because they're going to tear out the track. So both A and B have to be going and done for track to be able to run on a new track for next season. Yeah, for me, that just seems like it's not a top priority. You know, I mean, when you're talking about the, the amount of money being put in here and uh, the issues that are currently at stake, I think that they're willing to maybe make that sacrifice if it means you know making sure that everything is good to go and you have a full green light to get this started. Yeah, the interesting thing is while uh, well, it, it seems like they may be pumping the brakes or, or holding off a little bit, in terms of recruiting, they're not pumping the brakes on it at all. Um, they are full go. Uh, they're sh- I know they're showing recruits, you know, the like new renderings and exactly what it's going to look like inside, and um, and really pumping it up to to the to the players. Um, you know, and, and I think you know if if there was a chance that it was going to be delayed, you know, for up to a year from now or whatever, um, you know, I, I kind of feel like they may not be telling these recruits that, hey, this is what you're going to be using. Uh, you're going to finish your career in this or whatever. So, um, I mean, they from that perspective, they're they're full go, and and I know they're they're really you know pumping pumping it up to a lot of the players that are looking at Nebraska. What I'll be curious too, does the groundbreaking of the track have to coincide with the football facility? Because I know originally the thought was the track was going to start a couple of weeks before the football facility. So is there really even a formal groundbreaking necessary for the track or could one day they just start pushing dirt on innovation campus to get that going? I think that's going to be something to watch, um, you know, how they handle that innovation campus track project, because that's a big part of it. You can't just start tearing up um, the football facility and then all of a sudden not have a plan for the track and then leave hundreds of student athletes uh, because Nate, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but track and field probably when you count the women's and the men's teams, they oh, comprise the the biggest you know number of student athletes in Nebraska. Yeah, it's, it's well over. Besides 100. football, I yeah. mean football obviously obviously is going to have the that's a ton of athletes that you have to make sure you have a place for them to work out and train. Yeah, it's it's well over a hundred. I mean, I, I think both men's or each each team. Uh, I mean, is probably seventy eighty people uh, i mean they're, they're they're huge between scholarship and and walk-ons and everything you're listening here to the husker online show uh, as as we talk facility projects here for nebraska and um kind of what the plan is and um you know I, I think two part of it is i'm sure they envisioned a big public groundbreaking for this and having lots of people out there just like the day they announced the project um and it's going to be pre- it's pretty hard right now to to have something like that um, in, in the public. So, you know, maybe it's a deal where late July, early August, you know, kind of a prelude to starting the season, they, that could be a best case scenario. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily see anything wrong with that. I mean, I think that's, it's smart to just you know, pump the brakes on this a little bit and not just dive head first with there being so many questions remaining to be answered. And again, if it's just a temporary delay, then it's really not that big of a deal. You can do things on much more comfortable terms and it can be more of a celebration rather than just trying to push this, you know, pretty significant project through, uh, you know, under some you know, questionable circumstances. So, I, I mean, it's really kind of falls in line with the you know, the whole Nebraska mentality where, you know, you're going to be smart with your money and you're not going to uh, overextend yourself, especially when, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in front of you. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, it all it all comes down to timelines. You know, I mean, how firm was your timeline? How how necessary was it for this thing to to start or, or to be for the ground to be broken in in June or at the beginning of the summer? Or you know, is if you didn't break ground until the end of the summer, um, you know, would that really throw everything off of your original timeline? And and if it doesn't, then then yeah, no big deal. But if if it d- does impact the timeline, then you know, I think you got to have some serious conversations on, you know, how you can go ahead with this. And uh, while being, con- you know, looking, trying to make the optics seem, seem all right, uh, even though, you know, technically, like you said, Sean, this is, has nothing to do with university money. Uh, it's all, you know, uh, the, the athletic department's own money, but you, you want to be, you know, I guess you want to be a good partner, a good partner with it all. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot there. Just somebody can they just lease a le- leak a few of the the pictures to us and yeah, give us yeah. some of the uh, the it's, specs. It's going to be built eventually. Just show us, a, give us a taste of what it's going to look like. Well, and like what we saw at the groundbreaking or the, the ceremony, not the groundbreaking, but the announcement ceremony in September. All that was was the shell graphic. You know, the the big picture look at it. Now they have completed or they're almost done with the, what the the interior and all the bells and whistles are going to be. I think that's what most of the interest is right now. Like what will make this facility maybe the best in the country when it's all said and done. Well, I thought that's what they were going to do with that social media tease, uh, you know, with the, the week of <laughs> these walls talk cryptic or, tweets yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah, that uh, was not that clearly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what, what was that, Nate? I have no idea. <laughs> Somebody brought up, I don't, I don't know if it was on our board or what, but they said there's some sort of, program that's being used where like it's a fan experience when you're at the game like on your phone you have the app whatever you can like hold your phone up to can you like, get they, they do this they do this at museums like if you go to like an art museum in you know, france or something like that you hold it up and like it, it pops up like information so like basically you, your app has a camera on it and you hold your phone up and so like you point it to some part of the stadium and it'll have a story if these walls could talk exactly <laughs> so if that's the case you know that's kind of cool but yeah. like Announce it. You know, can you get service in the stadium? Yeah, even? I, I mean, like, I well, maybe thirty thousand people, you can. <laughs> True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you barely, it's all part of the now plan. You, can, yeah. you barely can get Wi-Fi and PBA. I know. I know. Yeah, the, the media internet is spotty at times too, so I can't imagine uh, getting five G service with uh, a full capacity stadium. Yeah. Uh, I, I I totally thought that was they were going to say something about the the facilities with that deal too, but not not the case. All right, when we come back. We're going to shift over to basketball. Uh, Fred Hoiberg and his crew have a plan in place. That plan has stayed on schedule. We'll get Robin's thoughts on that and more. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.